Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Bucks, Bulls, and Bows podcast. I'm your host, Rod White. It is the morning after Thanksgiving 2021. Happy belated Thanksgiving to everyone. And uh, this is going to be the last installment of the 30 Days of Rut podcast. I, I will more likely keep doing podcasts, so don't unsubscribe me yet. Um, but I'm not sure when those are going to be. It's just going to be when things come up that are relevant. Uh, and I'll do my best to kick those out. Um, there will probably not be any regularity to them, just to be honest with you. <laughs> but if you keep subscribe, subscribe to my podcast, um, they'll pop up when they pop up. And I, I can promise you if I'm doing that, it's because there's some significant information I want to pass along that will help you out. So speaking of things that can help you out, I know it's the day after Thanksgiving. Um, some of you may have woke up and looked in the mirror at yourself and thought, I need to make some changes um, for your health. Maybe you're overweight a little bit. I can help you with that. Maybe you're overweight a lot. Uh, I Last year, I reached out to a friend in January. I lost uh, 51 pounds in eight weeks. And so I would love to help you do that too because the feeling that I had going into March, April, May, and, and really throughout the rest of the year has been amazing, especially when it got to uh, elk season and whitetail season. It was just uh, a lot easier, um, a lot easier just to even approach the aspect of exercising again. In the past, I've worked my tail off all summer long to get into shape. And this year I did too, but it was a little bit different. I didn't have that kind of weight on me uh, to start with. So getting into shape was a, was a lot easier. And, um, so that's, that's what I'd like to help you out with. If you have any interest in that at all, shoot me a message on, uh, Instagram at Olympic Bowhunter on Facebook. My name's Rod White, obviously R O D W H I T E. You can find me on, on there. Um, I think, um, my business page on there is Rod White Olympic Bowhunter, but my personal page is, um, just Rod White has a picture of me with a bull that I killed, uh, last year, year before last. Um, pretty good bull. So you'll recognize me when you see me. Um, and you'll see some of my posts about that on there. So I'd love to help you out if that's something you need help with. And if not, I'm just going to keep helping you out with whitetails and, uh, elk and whatever else I decide to go chase, um, that I've I've got some knowledge on. I don't really like to talk about things I don't know anything about because that seems kind of odd to me. So (laughs) anyways, I know there's a lot of people out there that do that. I listen to some of these podcasts. I'm like, what is going on? What are they talking about? So let's talk about post-rut, and I can tell you some facts. Um, this this week has been the best week of the year for me, like I told you it probably would be. And some of you may have seen that, and some of you may not. Again, it comes down to how much time you have in the tree, and what time you're spending in the tree, and where you're spending in those locations. I went over all that this year, and I will do that again probably next year as well. Um, but right now, let me just explain where we're at. We are, we are in the post-rut stages. We're winding down a lot of that rutting activity. This past uh, week, I've had three bucks over 170 that I've seen, one in the mid-60s. I'm going to try to kill this morning. We'll see what happens. And I can explain to you um, how this works this time of year. When you find a buck that's on a doe, um, there's a, well, yeah, there is or he isn't. He may be way outside of his home range, or he may be still close to his home range and picking on the last doe that he can find um, that is ready and receptive to breed. But most likely, wherever they've relocated at, if they've chased a doe, at this portion of the, the, the second half, I guess I would call it, of the post-rut, if, if you can find a buck, a mature buck, he's probably not going to go anywhere um, outside of where he is now until he rolls into that feeding pattern, which is going to be happening over the next few days. And at that, at, at this point, that's not going to be real far from where he's at. In my experience, they don't travel back to their home areas long distances if they're away from them. In a lot of cases, it, it, you know, and I have no proof of this. I'm just going off of deer that have been killed in other areas that I knew were in areas where I was at several miles away um, into the late season. Because whoever has the food right now, um, they are going to become the ones that hold um, the key to success. 
and, and that's just a fact. Um, it kind of sucks, especially as a public land hunter, if you don't have crops to hunt over or adjacent to some public land that does have it, you're, you're just, you're in trouble um, as far as mature bucks go. But um, the next couple of days over through this weekend, you've still got some post-road activity that's going on. The buck I'm going to go after this morning, I seen him two days ago chasing a doe, blew right underneath my tree stand. I would have shot him had I gotten the opportunity, but uh, he just would not slow down. And yesterday, I, man, I was close to killing him at 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, a lot of that midday acti- activity is going to slow down. So I'm not saying stay in the tree all day, but I'll tell you, if you only got three days left in the season for you, um, or you only have three days left that you can hunt, Man, why not put the time in there? Get out there and hang in that tree. Just just warm. You'll be fine. It's 18 degrees right now. And uh, actually, since I've been driving, it's warmed up to 20. So it's it's going to be balmy out there. Just got to put on some warm gear <laughs> and hang in there. Um, I, I've got my son tonight for the weekend. And so we're going to go do some hunting together, too, it sounds like. Um, whatever he wants to do, I'm pretty flexible with that. But uh, if I can get, a, get, get, get an arrow on this buck this morning, I'll be the first to let you know. We'll see what shakes. Um, but a lot of these deer right now... Once they're in the range that they're in right now, they're probably going to stay there, especially if there's food there to keep them there. Um, so if you, if you find a mature buck, like this buck hasn't showed up on any cameras in this particular piece. Um, I've never seen the deer before, but now I've seen him two days in a row. If I see him today, that'd be super cool. It's just going to be a matter of whether or not he's uh, recovered yet. Because when I saw him yesterday, he was moving from one bedding area to the other bedding area, and he was moving extremely, extremely lethargic, and he was... Um, definitely not on his A game and thinking back now, maybe I should have climbed down and cause if I would have advanced a little bit further, I kind of had a feeling where he was going to go. He's either going to come right to me, um, which would have been perfect. And I was in the tree or he was going to cut back up the other ridge and lay back down again, which I'm, I'm certain that that's what he did. I watched him get up to the top of that ridge and dinked around for a long time. And then he just kind of disappeared. So I'm going to bet he stayed up there. And my hope was even if he was up there bedded, and stayed up there that he would come down in the evening to eat and uh, unfortunately he didn't and if he did it was well after dark so we uh we'll see what what today brings but um that that is what happens this time of the year these bucks get to chasing these does or they're they're moving way outside of their their area and they're in new territory they find a hot doe they hang with her for 24 to 48 hours ish um and then they they wind up calling that place home and so um you're gonna have to cover some ground now over the next few weeks We've got some shotgun seasons coming in here. So in my opinion, honestly, it's not, I, I rarely say this, but it's, I don't think it's worth the effort to uh, put in a ton of effort trying to find big deer right now, unless you control those lands and you know nobody's going to be shotgun hunting on them. A lot of deer can die. Obviously, they're removed off the landscape. Um, other deer are going to get pressured to the point they're just going to move out of there completely until they find someplace they can get um, away from other pressure and just camp out there. So um and and those of you that have already had rifle states or rifle seasons kick off or gun seasons kick off you already know um your population's obviously not where it once was there's i'm sure there's still good bucks there if you have mature bucks in your area at all from year to year because they don't get to be four years old by dying in their first year so um you probably have some somewhere in iowa here after shotgun season we have have plenty of bucks left over i shouldn't say plenty but we definitely have bucks left over because of the ones that become your mature bucks you're hunting the next year so I would, I would just tell you, I would encourage you to, to, you know, if you got the weekend, you got the time to put in, go ahead and sit all day. It's going to be, actually, it's supposed to warm up here pretty decent today. I don't know exactly the weekend. I've got my son. Um, we're going to be luckily sitting in a, probably if in a box blind um, at a buddy's. And so um, we'll be, we'll be warm no matter what, I'm sure. <laughs> Hopefully he gets a crack at something. We're not being picky. If it's brown, it's down kind of a thing. He's looking for his first bow, uh, bow buck or bow doe 
either one. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, the holidays are all about family, obviously. And yesterday, for me, it was just me and a tree and um, one buck in particular that, you know, we had a short visit with each other with. I just couldn't couldn't get an arrow in them. So we'll see what happens this morning. Um, I definitely would just like to thank all of you for um, tuning in. If you guys um, if you guys would, wouldn't mind, um, share this up. Give me a five-star rating if you're listening to this on iTunes. Um, I know it's the last one of the, of the, of the series, but I'll be kicking out other information throughout the year. If I think of something that is going to be helpful to you at a specific time, um, I'll think mostly my podcasts are all about, uh, whitetails and they're about elk. Um, cause they're, those are my two passions. And I just like to talk about things that I, I know something about and I can share and pass on to you, um, some things that'll help you out. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Good luck to everybody this weekend. Um, you know, not really a ton of advice I can give you right now other than get out there and get in a tree and get after it. Start to focus on those feeding patterns in the evening. These deer are basically going to be doing the same thing over and over again here pretty soon once they get through the gun seasons. And those of you who have already been through gun seasons, those deer are going to be on edge for a little bit, as you know. Uh, you get closer to Christmas. I don't know, you know, depending on where you're at in your state and what your your gun seasons are and your regulations are. But um, typically after this, I don't usually hunt again until um, till, till around Christmas or post Christmas. And then I put a little time in the tree and that's almost exclusively evenings, unless I have a good deer. I know that is headed out to, um, to feed on private ground, which is hard to do because you don't have access to that public ground. But if it's something I can see from a road and I happen to have access, um, to public ground beside it, behind it in a, in a bedding area in the morning, I might, might take a swing at that in the morning, but to my, uh, thinking back over the years, I think I've only had one or two bucks that I've killed in the morning. I know, I know two for sure, actually, that I've killed in the mornings and late season coming back into their beds. Um, it's a tough gig, but, but it can be done. So it just depends on how much time you have and how much effort you want to put into that. It's awful tough getting up whenever it's uh, five or 10 degrees in the morning. I guess today's not much better at 18 to 20 degrees this morning, but, um, you're not going to kill them from the couch. That's for sure. So congratulations to everybody who, uh, who tagged out this year. Super pumped for you. Feel free to shoot your messages or shoot, shoot me some messages with your pictures on there. And then, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. Everybody have a great day. Good luck. Um, stay safe through the weekend and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See ya.